What's going on, guys? Welcome back for the first time to No Reserves Radio. Gonna be a good night. What's up? So, um, so if you weren't following, if you didn't listen to the basketball podcast on Sunday and you clicked on this video or episode on whatever podcatcher you're on, you're probably wondering what the hell we're doing. Well, since we have some free time in the NFL offseason to kind of release periodic random episodes, that's going to be the location of Tuesdays. Uh, we also talked about this on the New Year's episode, which was our one-year special. Um, this first episode, it, I don't know what Angelo is going to title it. I don't know how this is going to go. This is like we're doing this for the first time. Uh, we have a general idea of what we want to do, but... In my head, this isn't going to be a long episode. So if you go down and look yeah, at that, is the... until I until I take things off the rails. I mean, it's <laughs> already going to be off the rails compared to what we normally do. Um, but if you go down to the bottom of your media playing device, probably a smartphone, maybe a computer, maybe a Zoom. I don't know what you're doing. Statistically, it's a smartphone. Statistically, it's on Apple Podcasts. Um, and see how long this is and see if I'm wrong about this being long. This could be completely weird. It could be boring. I don't know. We're all learning together today. Um, I don't know what Angelo titled this episode because I, I really don't have a say in what he titles episodes anymore. He just names them things and it's great. It works. Um, but we're just going to kind of talk about the state of the video game industry because we are avid gamers ourselves that's actually why we're friends um so let's ma mainly the thing i want to talk about because it started in the group chat the other day it, it was yesterday in our main group chat not the podcast group chat um what you're, you're starting the story and the story begins the other day in the main <laughs> the story begins the other day so <laughs> i posted a meme and it, it's of two of our current games that we're playing, and they're they're not made by AAA developers. And it's the it's Baldur's Gate and Pals World. It, it's Baldur's Gate and Pals World. We're, we'll talk about that in a minute. And it, it's it's the two dudes high fiving. I think it's from Predator. Dylan, you son of a bitch. Which I'm surprised we don't say that more often in the group chat. Honestly, that yeah, I'm in fact I'm going to say Dylan, you son of a bitch here in a second. Um, son of a bitch. Okay. It's them high-fiving, and it's putting AAA game companies to shame. And then you started, you said honestly three times in a row, and I, I didn't comment it on the group chat, but I'm gonna call you out now, because you said honestly, honestly. and the next message was honestly, your honestly. next message was a run-on of the previous message, and then your next message was honestly. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, the, the game industry, for those of you that are not gamers, and you love you guys for not being fans of the medium and tuning into our episode. If that's you, um, if you're not gamers, you don't really know what we are dealing with right now as an industry where games have you games used to be a labor of love, right? You had some crazy guy sitting in a garage in the Silicon Valley who was like, oh, I have this insane idea for a video game. I'm going to make it. My friends are going to help me. It's going to be great. We're going to release it. Instant cult success, whatever. So 
probably uh, I would say it started with DLC, right? So that was I want to say Elder Scrolls Oblivion that really like we had like map packs and games before that, but the horse armor DLC did nothing to the game. It was just a cosmetic thing and it cost like three bucks, which looking back three bucks for a cosmetic deal. Um, I'm sure that it sold more than like it generated more revenue than was it? Wow. Was it wow? That that got into generated more revenue than wow had at the time. I, I, highly doubt that i don't know i mean, wow did go through some periods of downtime. Crazy, yeah um but yeah so dlc started and you know at first it was whatever and uh, i am not like one of our big arguments that we consistently have in our group is i'm not against microtransactions as cosmetics angelo is vehemently against microtransactions of any kind just about my reasoning is because cosmetics don't change a game, right? I don't so, mind like DLC because that in uh, of itself it, is content. It's, it's, it's a new game. It's content. Yeah, yeah. But well, like, I don't know if it's a new game, but it's content. Code. My argument uh, is making it, you it, making your armor pink is not content. It's it's right, just right, right. But, a, a spray. But my argument has been like. And not for AAA titles. I, I have to be clear when I say that. Like, I don't think AAA titles should have paid DLC of any kind or paid content of any kind. But like, if you are playing a game, right? So let's say, like Stardew Valley. Okay, that was a huge hit a couple of years ago. That yeah. made by a small studio. Yes, you bought the game, but you enjoy it and you want to show that to the developer so you buy some cosmetics you give them a little extra revenue stream because they're not being backed by microsoft or blizzard or whoever like they're just a small little company so i that's when i say i'm fine with cosmetics i'm not talking about like call of duty oh this slightly different knife mickey minashkin that sells for 40 bucks right that i have a problem with but cosmetic transactions for smaller devs absolutely because that's how you can show your support to them here's the thing if one person does it no matter how big or small they are and a bigger corporation can see a way to profit off that they're going to take it oh absolutely so i I think a better solution in that scenario would be like go to their like have a link to their kickstarter or i don't know something just something different because the moment we start having Patreons pop up when we load up a game is the day I'm out. <laughs> I'm just telling you, like I'm done. Oh. Like, oh boy, we're gonna play. We're playing FC 2027, y'all. Let's load up. Oh, and EA wants us to donate to their Patreon. I'm out because, in that same vein, I if the small companies could... are doing it, the big companies. I do are think that's that. possible, especially if you have like YouTubers who get together to i think that's that's gonna happen eventually too what you a bunch of big time youtubers get together and may not do it themselves but pay someone to produce a game and part of that game will have their patreons in it i mean what let's be real what's going to happen is they're going to uh 
be approached by Epic Games and they are going to become characters in Fortnite because uh, that is the greatest marketing ploy I've ever seen in a game. Like, you just... That's the game. So, I don't have a problem with Fortnite as a game. Like, the gameplay itself, it's actually pretty nice. It plays smoothly. It's enjoyable. Um, It's the fact that it's mostly, at this point, marketed towards kids. Which, it is fine, whatever. I don't have a problem with that. I have a problem with the fact that then they go on, like, microtransaction sprees. Oh, here's your favorite superhero as a skin. Buy it. Like, it, it's... I don't think any game that's marketed towards kids primarily should have any... I, that, like, I'm against regulation when it comes to video games as a whole. That's my... But there's always an exception. I think if a game is primarily marketed towards 18 and under, you shouldn't have microtransactions that's not fair like 2k right so one of my biggest gripes with 2k is like us like you and i when we load into 2k we don't feel like grinding all the vc i mean i did this year because i was proving a point to your bitch ass but when we load into 2k we we have jobs we just okay buy it like we buy the vc right yep but 2k is a game that's for all ages it's basketball everyone loves basketball but that 17-year-old who's in high school or that 16-year-old who's in high school that doesn't have a job, like, that's not fair to them that you and I can be 99 overall in one day and they have to work for it. Um, so I think that if a game is marketed towards kids in any way, you you shouldn't have microtransactions. That's stupid. That's my one exception, because I don't believe that regulation will fix anything. I don't think that we need to be like, oh, microtransactions need regulated now gambling things like fifa ultimate team madden ultimate team my team like the gotcha games that probably needs regulated because that's basically gambling um because you're using real money to acquire cards and there's only a small chance you're actually gonna get anything decent i 100 percent think like the the whatever ultimate whatever you want to call it ultimate team my team whatever you want that 100 needs to get regulated yeah when that absolutely that's it's one because not only because here's the thing here's the thing not only is it it's gambling it's just gambling yeah it has psychological tricks to get you hooked in the game (laughs) so why should someone whose brain isn't fully developed be subjected to that and having to make those decisions. Yeah, because then you're potentially creating character problems later. Like yes. you're addicting them to that reward. And the, yes, and addictive personalities. Yes. Yeah. Which, yeah. Um, in that same vein, we we talked a little bit in in the mess or in the chat that kind of sparked this idea. Would- would you agree that any game like I don't know if this is a solution or not, but would you do you think that making any game that has like an ultimate team or has a similar system M for mature, do you think that would do anything? No. Or do you agree with that? I so the ESRB is useless and a waste of time. A hundred percent. Because like I can tell you that as a child, I like I was playing GTA 
like and the, I'm not going to say like, OK, I'm not going to tell people how to raise children or anything like that. Um, I just think that maybe we as a society <clears throat> deciding that, you know. We were just going to let YouTube and video games and movies raise our kids. You know, maybe we dropped the ball on that. That was a bad idea. Oh, no, because, we, we dropped the ball. We've dropped the ball way before but, that. Like, I guarantee you. Okay, so GTA 6 is coming out next year or the year after. I don't know. What I want you to do is I want you to be a weirdo, okay? Be, be a grown-ass man. And go hang out outside. Of, well, most people buy games digitally now, so that's not going to work. Just imagine in your head going to EB Games or GameStop or what the hell ever Best Buy. I don't care. The day GTA 6 releases. Mm -hmm. How many soccer moms... Are you? Th do you think are going to be there buying it for their kid because their kid asked for it? Oh, plenty. It's going to be plenty because we would rather just let them have it than listen to the whining and complaining. This is why, like iPad generation, like we we talk about that, like iPad kids, like rather than teaching our kids valuable lessons, here's YouTube. Get at it. Figure it out. Right. And then okay, so I, I'm gonna. To be fair, there wasn't YouTube, but that's also to a degree how we were raised as well and how the previous generation was raised as well. The the previous generation equivalent of sticking an iPad in your face is go get outside and go play. And you could yeah, argue it, that's less detrimental, but that's basically the same thing. I do, I do think that's... It, it's not the same because you still had... You learned quickly when you were doing good or bad things whether it was good or bad for your personal safety or good or bad things like being a teenager and getting stopped by the cops at three in the morning you learned really quickly you know maybe i shouldn't do this but when you're watching unfiltered content because youtube like you and i are sitting in our houses recording content that people are going to listen to there's not special circumstances that make us any different we just one day decided we're going to make a podcast and we sat down and did it we're not qualified in any way like if there's a kid listening to us right now and there are a few actually if, if there's a teenager who's listening to this podcast right now and we're telling them something and let's say they respect us we are authority to them from a like from the authoritative mindset, right? That influences them. And I'm not saying that everything is evil. I think that there's a world in which a digital Aristotle is a great idea. I'm fully for that. I just think that giving the reins of raising the next generation to people that are essentially children still it's, it's, it's a rough take because like i want if you go watch like sonic let's plays 
go watch sure. some Sonic Let's Plays. Listen sure. to the the absolute asinine drivel that comes out of their mouths. <laughs> I would rather have a kid go play outside. But it, it's the weird juxtaposition because the pe- like the reason we do this, right? So the reason the iPad generation is a thing, and this is just my thoughts on it, is because we have this simultaneous problem. So when we were real young, it was don't talk to strangers. Everyone's a kidnapper. Everyone's a pedophile, right? Yep. That's Stranger still, danger. That's still kind of the thing, but it's to an nth degree because the advent of social media. So it, it, we live in currently the safest time in human history. If you were able yeah. to only interact with the 2,000 closest people to you, like geographically, in your entire lifetime, you would only hear about one murder a day. If you pull up your news app right now, murder, 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 homicide, assault, robbery. It's not that common. We live in a very, 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 very safe time. But that's not what sells. Fear sells. Violence sells. So that's what we're conditioned to believe is going on. We think everyone is a potential threat. And so we're isolating kids. And then we're like, well, we don't want to actually deal with their whining and complaining. So here's an iPad. But then we're having strangers, which again, strangers are the problem. We don't want our kids going outside because everyone's a pedophile. We don't want kids, you know, going to the park by themselves. But we can't take them. We can't. We're too busy. We can't take them. So we give them the iPad. We give them Fortnite. We give them GTA, whatever. And we let strangers raise them. And then we wonder, like, why are these kids so lethargic in personality? Why are they questioning everything? Because... There, there's kids like if you were to tell them oh, the sky is blue if they disagree with you you're going to get an eye roll and they're going to tell you it's green and there's nothing you can do to tell it because the YouTuber that was playing Mario Paint yesterday told them that the sky was green and they they spend more time with him than they do with their own parents so who is he going to listen to so I, th- I think the iPad generation as a whole is detrimental to society. I think it's a bad idea. But th- this is a whole segue away from the ESRB, which is what we were talking about. The ESRB is useless because parents don't follow it. And I, I benefited from that. <laughs> you benefited from I I Like, I was playing GTA. I was playing Halo. Like... Should I have been? Probably not. Did I turn out okay? Depends on who you ask. And I don't think video games make kids violent. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, when you see a man's skull burst open at a young age, it it messes with you. Um, So, no, I don't think that doing that, I think that regulation would need to be a thing um, to a point to where like maybe they don't release them as the same game like instead of having NBA 2K25 you have NBA 2K my team 25 and NBA 2K25 and the parents buy their kids NBA 2K25 and 
my team is a free-to-play game with microtransactions. That's feasible to me. More feasible than just making it rated M for mature. Um, but in that same vein, because we're, we're spending a lot of time talking about sports games, and sports games are, by their nature, a yearly release. And I think that that's... I don't think they should cost the same as a full-price game because it's a yearly release, but it's understandable why they do it. Enough changes in the league that they're based on. No. Oh, you mean every... Okay. Yeah, I, was yeah. say, I was about to say, quite honestly, I don't understand... I understand why they, upgrade, they upped the price to compensate over the years, but, they, but with the adding of microtransactions, with the adding of... VC, DLC, like, there's no way. There's no way that doesn't compensate for that and then some. I just think to an extent, like, there's enough copy. Like, the fact that NBA 2K24 is 170 gigabytes, it's because they're just copy-pasting code over and over again. Something breaks and they just keep going. They don't condition anything. And we have... our theories about that, like it's designed so that you have less space on your hard drive, so you're more willing to pay it, so that you are more likely to buy microtransactions. But I understand a yearly sports game being a thing. What I don't understand is why in the last calendar year we've had three Call of Duty games. Like, again, like, when Halo was coming out, you had Halo for a couple of years, and then the next one came out. When The Legend of Zelda was coming out, you had Legend of Zelda for a couple of years, and then the next one came out. The yearly release cycle most of these games are on now is kind of ruining the industry. It's kind of creating saving gameplay. And like, what brought this on is we've been playing a lot of indie games lately so yeah we play 2k but besides 2k the only things we've as a group been playing has been baldur's gate pal world and hell let loose besides 2k those are all small developers and two of those pal world and baldur's gate are absolutely shitting all over the rest of the gaming industry because we're seeing like we'll we'll just get to pal world so Power World and Pokemon, like they're they're very similar games. People have talked about Pokemon filing a lawsuit, which is ridiculous because you can't file a lawsuit over a concept. Right? Like you can't say, well, we thought of first person shooters first, so no one else can make a first person shooter. That's not how that works. But Wait, Pokemon it's has, stupid. Mm-hmm. Because listen, Pokemon has had like three decades to come up with something even remotely similar to this. It's not like they didn't know it wouldn't sell gangbusters if they did it. It was just the effort. Yeah. It's just laziness with an IP. Because like Like, we saw it because like Pokemon Legends Arceus was decent, but there was some like it it didn't feel good. Right. And then Power World comes out and it's made by like the fucking arc system added Pokemon and well, not added Pokemon, but added pals, whatever they want to call it. But and it it's great. <laughs> like, yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. It's so much fun. It's 
compared to it, like, yes, it's got bugs, but it's on version 1.0. Yeah. It's new. There, there, there's things to work out, but it makes you question, like, if a small team, because I, I don't know how many people are on their team, but I know it's tiny. And I know there's, like, complaints that they used AI to get it, but, like, I don't care about any of that. I just, it's a fun game. That's what matters. Is the game fun, yes or no? And then, like, they released this, and it has less bugs than a AAA title, less issues than a AAA title. It's more fun than a AAA title, and it felt, like, even though, like you said, it takes what Ark did and what Pokemon did and kind of combined them into one, but it made it feel new. Like, I don't feel like I'm playing Ark, and I don't feel like I'm playing Pokemon. I feel like I'm playing just a fantastic game. Yep, yep, yep. Meanwhile, Pokemon just released another game, but don't worry, in nine months there will be another one coming out. Let's not, be okay, let's, talk, let's talk about Pokemon, because let's be real, okay? Pokemon releases a game. It's, what, $60 now? Is it 60 or $70 to buy a new Pokemon 60. game? I think it's 60 okay. I don't think it's $60 to buy a new Pokemon game. They come out with three or four additional DLCs to get nostalgic Pokemon in. And they get an extra $10 a pop for those. Yeah. And that's the formula. That's every year. That's been the last three years. No, and they, the thing is, they haven't changed anything. It's the same yeah. game. So, well, Terrestrialization is very unique. That said, they haven't changed enough to justify. And there hasn't been, like, branching out into different things. No, like... It's just, it's just a Pokemon game. Given the fact that it's Nintendo, and Nintendo cares about fun games, right? Like, it's just party games and whatever. Like, we haven't even seen, like, a Pokemon Mario Kart type game. Right? Like, that's... Nope. Fucking like, Sonic has that! Yeah, like, that's, like that was gonna be my next one. Like, Pokemon Sports, like there was the Sonic Superstars, there was Mario Superstars, like they're just releasing the same game over and over again because Pokemon fanboys are just they're gonna buy it, right? Mm -hmm. Because, like if you go to the Power World Reddit right now there's like so many posts by people that are clearly Pokemon fans trying to trash the game like, why do you care? Are you mad that someone finally made a good Pokemon game? Because yeah, the, the my nostalgia games, like I freaking love those. I'll still go play those to this day, like the games I played as a child. But nothing new. There's been no change to the form. It's been the same game over and over again. And Austin posted in the group chat the the video from Iron Man where the guy's getting mad about they're not producing his suit quick enough and he's yelling that Tony Stark built this in a cave with scrap metal and yeah. saying that that's Nintendo to Game Freak because Game Freak has just like as, like I said if I could get away with just releasing the same episode every week and y'all would watch it I'd do it and that's I what Game Freak I, does but mm -hmm. I don't know. Do you think indie games or small development games 
being so popular because as of now, Power World has already in one week sold as many. Now, this is just on Steam. This isn't on Xbox, so we don't know the Xbox numbers yet. Hopefully, we will know those eventually. In one week on Steam, it has sold over half as many as the average Pokemon game sells in its entire lifespan. It's the second game in Steam history to have 2 million concurrent players. So 2 million people playing the game at the same time. Second game in Steam history. I'm honestly quite shocked the servers could handle that. That's like that's what I'm saying. Like All the problems in the game are just the servers going down because nobody could have... I mean, if you were paying attention, you could see the writing on the walls because this is what we've wanted from a Pokemon game as fans for a yeah. long time. Yeah. So... That's why the game always is crashing because it's just getting freaking overloaded. In that same vein, so flipping the script, Larian Studios, Baldur's Gate 3. Honest to God, you could tell me, like, we could fast forward to 30 years from now and you could tell me Baldur's Gate 3 was the best game of all time. And I, I'd believe it. Like, there's something to be said about a game where you can tell the developers love the game and care about the game and put effort into the game as opposed to just, oh, we're going to release a Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice skin. That's going to get the kids to buy the new game. No change to gameplay. There's going to be some new maps, maybe some new weapons, but skins. We had a trailer that featured Justin Bieber. Don't you love our game? In my opinion, Modern Warfare, like Call of Duty, blowing up like it did was simultaneously the best and the worst thing for the gaming industry. Oh, no. I told you, Bobby Kotick on the way out, he he fucked three beloved franchises. And those I'll even name them. Diablo, Overwatch, and Call of Duty. He fucked all three of them, in my opinion. Uh, Overwatch? I don't know. It's still kind of the same game. To me, at least. Um... Uh, but really, like, with the advent of Modern Warfare, or Call of Duty, it, mm -hmm. it not the advent of Call of Duty, because, like, Call of Duty, like, Finest Hour is amazing. Like, Modern Warfare 3, there is no justification for Modern Warfare 3 to fucking exist. Did you see the shit on the campaign? The campaign was a, was a, it was basically a DLC, dude! I um, I have not bought a Call of Duty game in a decade. I haven't played a Call of Duty game in a decade. It was I have it was no terrible. desire. Like the Here's trailers alone were the biggest slap in the face to I'll I'll, I'll describe Modern Warfare 3 as best I can. Imagine a DLC campaign and then you have a game, okay? You have you have you have the the game you released last year, okay? So you take all the feedback of everything everyone hated and you fix those, and then you release both those together and charge seventy bucks. That's what happened so back in the day, right? So That's back in the day, this is this is old school. So back in the day, um, when you released a game and it didn't work the way your fans wanted it to, you released. So everyone's familiar with a patch, right? Yeah. Patches are for bug fixes. A title update was changing the core of the game. It changed how everything functions. So if people were complaining about knife lunging, 
Well, the title update got rid of knife launching, right? Now, what developers are doing, AAA developers, because again, you don't see this from small teams. Um, they're releasing broken games. People are complaining about it. And then they're releasing next year, new feature. We fixed the problem. It, it's ridiculous. It's a slap in the face as a gamer. You're telling me. Yeah, they take the that, sports game model. Yeah, the, the, that's exactly what it is. A yearly release, and it makes no freaking sense. Like, you just release map packs, release updates to weapons, whatever, change the game. Do better. Like, release a better game. Because the, like, the triple or the little studios, they're just releasing good games. And that's why, again, 30 years from now, you could tell me Baldur's Gate is the best game of all time. And I'd probably believe you because everyone on that team, from the voice actors to the mocap to the developers, they care. I didn't even realize someone. Do you know J.K. Simmons is in that game? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. That's crazy. They just put so much effort into it. And like when their fans said, you know, we didn't like this, they patched it. They they added new dialogue. They recorded whole new lines for characters. They brought them back for the facial tracking. Like they went out of their way to say, okay, you guys don't like this. We're going to fix it. Because this is our game. Like we care about this game. The moment Call of Duty Modern Warfare 27 Black Ops 9 releases, they don't give a shit anymore because they're already focused on the next one because you're going to buy the next one. This is why I'm hoping the transfer of power to Microsoft at least. Like, Call of Duty just needs to take a year off, like, quite honestly. For sure. I I think a lot of those yearly release games need to because I think that... And how... How can you say Overwatch? He didn't fuck Overwatch. The, the transition from Overwatch 1 to Overwatch 2 was to take one roll away and to add a, a fucking shop. Like, 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 they they scrapped things that they they announced for Overwatch 2 as the justification for Overwatch 2 being a thing. And then they just went radio silent for a few seasons. <laughs> he fucked them, dude. I mean, Overwatch got fucked under Bobby, dude. It was fun though, and like I said, like that's what I care about. The core gameplay is fun, absolutely, but it and it was free to play. It, that just makes the numbers even more sad, dude. Um. I I think that people just kind of fell off with Overwatch because because they made promises and they didn't deliver on them, Ren! I think it was more to do with the fact that gamers, or the modern gamer is more fickle. I I say it all the time about you assholes. Like, y'all have game ADHD. You cannot stay with the same game for a long enough time. And I think that's the success of Fortnite is the outlier because if these kids don't have something new and flashy they lose their fucking minds 
So I don't know. So do you think that like realistically, do you think because of the success of games like Power World and Baldur's Gate, do you think it will have a lasting positive impact on the industry? Mm, or any impact at all? It'll have impact for sure, but I don't think it'll impact like any of the big studios. Well, no, I mean, but <laughs> honestly, they're they're still gonna release Call of Duty every nine freaking months, eight months, because y'all are gonna keep buying it and complaining about it and buying it again. Yeah, that's pretty much the cycle. They buy it. They hate it after a few months, and then the numbers drop drastically, and then on and to then the next they one. release the new trailer. Yep. Who's the celebrity cameo in this year's trailer? Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You know what it's gonna fucking be? No, he would be. You know he would be a good call. He's getting no cap. No good cap. Go on. It's gonna fucking be Taylor Swift. So I know you're not part of Madden. But one of the huh? oh no, I I said that she should be the on the cover. Oh, one hundred percent. That's that's been a thing on Madden Reddit for a while now. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey cover. No, the Taylor's version because she yeah she re released all of her old songs because she re recorded them so that she would have ownership of them and they're like yeah um, love story. I think was one of her songs. Taylor's version. So Madden Taylor's version. There you go. They're going to have Taylor Swift and fucking Call of Duty. Fuck everything. What else do you want to talk about? Anything? It's going to be a great day. It's going to be a great day. Um, do you think if, because we've talked about legislation, do you think that if other countries do it and not necessarily the united states no. that that will have an impact on the broader absolutely gaming not. industry absolutely huh? not absolutely you think not. it has to be the u.s it has to be the u.s the eu has already kind of done it so like 2k can't be sold in certain countries because of it, it it's yes. the vast majority of the player base of these games is in the u.s it has to set the standard here because we're america yeah we did absolutely no because we we have the highest population density of gamers probably i would i actually would be really interested to see like what percentage of the u.s versus other countries plays. i honestly i, I honestly think we get high. smoked by uh china and or japan when you're counting bot farm sure <laughs> <laughs> But even then, like, it's completely different cultures. Like, they are not playing the same games that we are playing. That's true. That's very true. I have I have tried to play some of those games they play in Japan, and my God, I've seen some shit in my life. I have seen some shit. I ain't never seen nothing like that, though. <laughs> fucking playing a video game and you need a fucking porn warning. Granted, like there's nudity in games all the time now, but I'm talking like before that. <laughs> this guy. Um, 
but no, I don't, I don't think any legislation outside of the U S would impact in developers. Okay. Anything else? Yeah, mm. no, let's, I'm going to say no. What do you got? Um, nothing really. So thanks for joining us guys. This, like I said, this is an experiment. This was just a last minute decision because we wanted to try something. It, it's a different type of video or podcast. I keep calling it video. Like the, this episode and the last one, I keep saying video. It's not a video. It's a podcast. Um, we want to try something different. Um, and it's a different type of setting because if Angela and I didn't really argue here, it, it's a discussion, a debate, whatever, without an argument. Going forward, we will have more video game content, but we'll have more movie content, maybe some music, maybe some books. We don't really know where this is going to go. We just want to kind of branch out, expand the horizons of no reserves and talk about a bunch of things that the, the one thing I will not let us do, like I will draw this hard line veto as we are not doing politics. Oh man. One, we're similar enough in politics that it really wouldn't be interesting. And two, I really don't want to get death threats. Granted, we did insult Pokemon fans and Call of Duty fans. We might get death threats. We did. We did. Um, insult hey. a lot of fans today. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, you guys. We will see. Well, Angela will see you on Thursday. I will see you again on Sunday. And maybe we will have more content for you next Tuesday. Don't get used to like weekly releases for Tuesday for the time being. This will be as they come. So follow. Ring that little notification bell so you know when we drop. And you will see periodic episodes like this right here. Maybe you enjoyed it. I don't know. I enjoyed it. And that's all I care about. I think this was a better out. You give, you gave more in oh, words. You gave more effort in this fucking outro than you did in the basketball outro. I had to pee so fucking badly, <laughs> Angela. You don't understand. I was standing up at my desk doing the pee dance. <laughs> I had to dip. It was either dip or a, I was gonna have to change my pants. It was at that point. Because I did, I did not pee before we started recording. That was my first mistake. That's a rookie mistake. That's I a rookie always mistake. pee before we start recording because I never know how much you're going to derail the episodes. Thanks for joining us, guys. We'll see you later.